Hi everyone, and welcome to yet another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. You're with Samrin here today, and we're going to be looking back at Germany's 0-4 victory over North Macedonia. Okay, so, lineups first of all. For Germany, we had Manuel Neuer back in goal, which was a big relief for all of us, because Neuer has that type of effect where he feel, makes the defense feel safer where he makes opposition players think twice before even striking the ball at him, and sometimes all you need is Neuer at the halfway line to cut out attacks. In front of Neuer, um, Hansi Flick decided to include David Raum in defense in what was a somewhat surprising inclusion, I would say, in the left-back slot. Tilo Kerer moved into central defense in the absence of Antonio Rudiger. Niklas Zule was his partner. And Lucas Klostermann took over at right-back instead of Janis Hoffmann. Joshua Kimmich and Leon Goretzka went into their regular 6-8 and eight slots. Kai Havertz took the place of Leroy Zane today. Thomas Muller um, returned in his role behind the striker. Serge Gnabry retained his place. And Timo Werner started up front. There is so little of note to speak about in the first half. Germany came close on multiple occasions. North Macedonia looks like they were a threat on the counter. Uh, Kara had some... Doozy moments. Zule was a rock at the back. I thought Ram and Klosterman overall did okay jobs in the first half. Um, and there's really not much of note to add except that with Thomas Muller's inclusion, the team were closer to goal and looked much more likely to score than they did in the last game against Romania. Something about Muller's inclusion makes things happen, like we noted in that match. So, at halftime, I was thinking, oh my goodness, Timo Werner needs to leave the pitch because, man, it was just another rough day for Werner. Gnabry had an okay day where he found himself in good positions where he decided to take on shots and again looked the most likely scorer, perhaps, aside from Thomas Muller on the pitch. But it was just such a frustrating first half to watch. So the second half gets away. And, of course, Thomas Muller ends up setting up a f- goal for Kai Havertz for Germany to open up the scoring. Havertz scores. Uh, Germany take the lead. Everything seems set. And then uh, Flick decides to make two substitutions. He brings on Florian Wirtz. He takes off Leon Goretzka. He also br- uh, brought on Karim Adeyemi, which... I thought it was a smart move in place of, um, I believe it was Kai Havertz. So Germany's second goal would come courtesy of Timo Werner, who was looking at all of us and telling us to mind our own business and that he knows what he's doing. It was a really well-taken goal set up by Thomas Muller, but the assist to the assist for that one, I think, went to Florian Wirtz, who was just so magnificent when he came on. He's just... I know that we are primarily a Bayern podcast so of course we don't get to talk about talents such as Florian Wirtz much but he really is he really is so brilliant he's 18 years old and he makes Leverkusen tick on a week by week basis and no matter where he's he's just ready to take on multiple players him and Jamal Musiala have slightly differing roles but similar vibes to the way that they play they're both ready to take on players all the time and they're just 
they're just ready to have a go. So uh, Timo Werner scored Germany's second. Timo Werner will score Germany's third. And then there'd be another substitution, the introduction of Jamal Musiala, which is important because Bayern's uh, teenage star would add the fourth goal. And it would come because of excellent work via uh, Karim Adeyemi, who would set up uh, Jamal Musiala for a wonderful finish. One thing about Adeyemi coming into the game while Werner was still on the pitch was that Adeyemi is a striker in a more truer sense than is Werner. He is closer to a Lewandowski number nine than someone like Werner is. And as a result, I think that bamboozled the North Macedonia defense enough to open up more room for Werner to take on the two shots that he did, which were both excellent, by the way. They were very high quality. Reminds me of this game. Um, I think it was your 2012 when there was a debate in Germany going on whether about whether Mario Gomez should start over Miroslav Klose for the front man position. And Germany played Netherlands in the group stages. And just as Mario Gomez was about to be taken off, he scored a goal. And that was that for the group stages, although Miro Klose would come in for the tournament later on. I don't know. I can't remember if that was 2016 or 2012. I want to say it's 2012. But yeah, very Timo Werner's struggles just remind me of the striker struggles that Germany have had in the past, including with Mario Gomez. But the talent is there. Um, the goals were very, very impressive. But just seeing Adeyemi's impact makes me wonder makes me wonder whether Adeyemi should maybe start. I mean, Werner will keep getting his chances. Flick is a big fan. That's very, very clear. The The team stands by him. Hansi Flick stands by him. But it'll be interesting to see that now that Germany have a couple of games to experiment, having qualified because of this win for the World Cup early on, it's going to be interesting to see the things that Flick tries. Um, as far as the back line are concerned, Tilo Kerr, I don't think, had a great day. Um, I think David Rahm had to bail him out once or twice. And um, I don't know if Flick will stick with Tilo Kerr. If Antonio Rudiger is fit, maybe he should go with Rahm, Rudiger, Zule, Klosterman and see how it works out. And um, if you listen to our flagship, you will hear Schnitzel and I discuss about Christian Gunter and Reed Labaco as well for the fullback positions. A Kimmich, a Kimmich had a slightly better day, I want to say, than he had against Romania. Uh, the whole team, especially the Bayern Munich players, really, ex- except probably Tom Sonner. Tom Sonner was so, so fresh, but Tom Sonner always looks fresh. He rarely ever looks tired. Some of them looked really, really tired in the first half. Just not up for it, just not up for the running. And they're, they're needed to be a shift in the second half. You could see that the team was so much more fresh and so much more ready to go when Wirtz was on the pitch, when Adeyemi was on the pitch, when Muziala was on the pitch. Both Flick and Nagelsmann need to rotate. They have the players. They have the squads. They need to rotate. Um, Other than that, Thomas Muller provided two assists. He was fantastic on the night, as I mentioned, in the first half when the rest of the team looked somewhat dead. Thomas Muller was really on it. And he was getting everyone else around him involved. He he kept setting up. 
Germany's front players to no avail. And it is no surprise to me that he got two assists. One of his assists, the flick to Werner, was just so unnatural and yet so natural. Just the whole idea that it was so instinctive. When Wirtz found him, he just flicked it. And I could see him watching Werner as Werner um, chased down that ball to take the chance. And it seemed as if he already had calculated in his head what was going to happen. Um, it's just, it's quite astonishing what Thomas Muller is able to do. And it, we have just, we've become used to it, but it is something special. Manuel Neuer being back in goal today was important. He needed to come out and stabilize the back line because it, the back line consisted of a new combination of players and Neuer will have to sort of keep doing it. But what was the most impressive thing for me out of this game was, although it started off somewhat like the Romania game, although Germany did not concede early on in this one, they were able to break down a resolute and pretty solid-looking Macedonia. And once they scored that first goal, floodgates really opened. And that's what Flick's team will have to be able to do. They'll have to be able to break down opposition, tough defensive opposition time and time again. Although, I'm not sure I can call Macedonia just defensive because they they did have a good offensive output, particularly in the first half. Also, just overall, this the second half was very impressive. The back line looks high to me. Um, it's still a high line coming from Flick's days at Bayern. Today was much better than against Romania. I don't know how much of that is down to the quality of the opposition. But... Moving forward, Germany is looking good, and I like the fact. I really like the fact that he decided that Flick decided to use David Raum because Raum may turn out to be the solution, at least one of the two solutions to Germany's fullback issues. Mm. All right, that's it for me. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the game, at least the second half. There's not, not much to be said about the first half. As always, thanks for your support and let us know what you think. Be sure to stay tuned to Bavarian Podcast Works for all of your up-to-date coverage on Bayern Munich and Germany. Follow us on Twitter at Bavarian FB Works at Jefferson Fenner at The Barrel Blog at Tommy Adams 71 at BFWN and more. Have a great night.